Hello, and welcome to Enterprise Endpoint Experts Podcast, E-Cubed. I'm your host, Bill Burnett, and our guest today is Matthew Teagarden. Hey, Matthew. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you today? I am well. Just got <laughs> done with the uh, very first session here at MMS 2017, and got a few more to go uh, before the uh, end of the conference. I know. That was an awesome session. I really enjoyed it. I Thank especially you. liked that you guys took out hand puppets to explain the naming and timing around the uh, Windows servicing branches or channels. Yeah, yeah, I always try and add a little bit of humor into my presentations. Uh, uh, gets the audience, uh, wakes them up a little bit more. <laughs> you work, you actually have like a job where you do stuff with people. Um, wh wh where do you work? What's your title? Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I actually don't know my title. I apologize. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, make one up for you. I, I uh, work at a company called LifeTouch. Um, uh, they take uh, uh, pick, you know, photography for uh, uh, schools, churches, and whatnot. Um, and I am the SCCM administrator. Uh, manage about 13,000 machines. Um, we do, uh, 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 I'm in charge of all the software updates, in charge of uh, operating system deployment, and uh, of course, as this topic goes, uh, Windows servicing. So uh, you just did a session with Amy Casto, who referred to you as the oldest speaker at MMS. That hardly seems true at all. You know, I don't believe I'm the oldest speaker, but I, I could be. Uh, what, uh, what are you, about 90? I, I am 45, so half that. Uh, that's, that's not bad. Um, and uh, so I guess to Amy, I'm pretty ancient, uh, <coughs> and I think she was quite surprised. Uh, I, I, I think it's because my attitude is uh, uh, of that of a younger person. So I, maybe she was insulting me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll assume that she meant it as a compliment. Um, so feature updates, branch updates, all that stuff. Let's talk about the way things are that we've come to know them over the past six months, because it changes a lot, right? We're change. talking about the insider branch, current branch, current branch for business, and long-term servicing branch, LTSB, right. which people are divided about. There's like, or, you know, I think there's some dinner parties that turn ugly over LTSB. Yeah, yeah, uh, we won't really hit LTSB with this uh, conversation. <laughs> um, that's really for, uh, like critical devices, you know, you're running a hospital and you don't want to be updating the devices every six months and so mm -hmm. on. You know, you want to have a consistent uh, image. Um, the, uh, 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 you know, maybe kiosk machines for whatever, you know. Uh, okay, uh, so but let's start at the beginning yeah, here. Let's do, yeah. let's work our way through. So the, the insider branch. Yeah, the insider branch. So Windows 10 has gone uh, from uh, Windows 10, 1511, 1607, 1702 now. Uh, so about four iterations. Um, Insider Branch comes out once a month. So with Insider Branch, you subscribe to it using your Microsoft ID, and uh, you get a new build. You know, actually, it's more than once a month. I, you know, sometimes it might be once a day. Those are going to be my questions. Yeah. How often are those? You're, right. you're, you're just right. getting updated a lot. Yeah, you're, you're getting that. updated. We a don't lot. need to know the specifics there because that's really a testing scenario. That's like we're kind of maybe some really advanced IT users who want to see what happens if they get all the latest tested, ver untested versions, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, now for some people, they want that on their main laptop. They want uh, insider preview. I, I don't uh, uh, want that. I, I want my laptop to be a solid build because uh, this is my work system, right? Right, uh, right So right. I might create a virtual machine that has, uh, that I run all the time that has insider mm -hmm. preview. But in either case, we want, uh, that's for administrators to, um, uh, be able to kind of see what Microsoft's thinking about doing. Mm -hmm. now. Just because it's an insider preview doesn't mean it'll graduate to the, the, right, the right. release build, but it gives administrators a chance to kind of see what's happening with the operating system and be prepared. 
So that's an opportunity too to give feedback to Microsoft. You can good, influence yes. the the shape of it. Like, oh, I like this feature. Could you make it do this? And yes. if enough people are like, yeah, great idea, then Microsoft will actually do it. Yeah, they're, uh, Microsoft's very good about feedback. Uh, they have user voice where you can create your feedback, mm -hmm. and uh, so user voice for Windows 10. You know, the Insider Preview has feedback. Uh, uh, so it, it's a great thing. And um, with that feedback, we we're getting. It seems like we're collaborating with Microsoft. Right, right. Okay, great. So then now let's move up one to current branch, which right. the current branch would be now they've, they're done testing and deciding what features. They've built a version they feel is good enough. They're going to put it out now. They're going to put it down, and people can now install that in production on their entire company, right? No, no. Thank so current branch, current branch would be uh, for testing. Yes. So. Now you could say, was an insider preview for testing? And no, insider preview was to take a look at it, right? Uh, so current branches for testing, we'd push that out to um, you know, your system administrators, maybe your business owners, your mm -hmm. business unit owners, who, uh, uh, where they can test you know, some of the software. Um, now Microsoft, of course, has tested it with their software, but if, you know, with businesses, we have thousands of applications, right? Right, right. Uh, right. So it gives them a chance to, to, to get it tested. Um, in that current branch, which which has been renamed, and I'll, I'll look up. Well, let's yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things. Right now, yeah. we just want to establish the current branch oh. is the first one that's out. Yep, and that it lasts is, for four months. And for four months, and you might introduce that to a subset of people who are very advanced users who can deal with, like, this is going to be not quite entirely tested, so you may run into some stuff. Can you handle it, yeah. and do you want this? So you've got that kind of a, a ring of users that mm -hmm. you're going to give it out to. Now, that's uh, for, and four months down the road, then, they're going to say, great, we know what the bugs were. We fixed them, and now we're locking that down into? Current branch for business. CBB. CBB, and that is when uh, uh, you as an administrator can start mass deploying that. Um, yeah. Now, of course, that's still going to be based on your business unit and uh, uh, the application compatibility and so on. Uh, but that's when you know it's, it's ready for live. And that current branch for business now, once it goes CBB, 18 months is now that supported lifecycle. Okay, so the new version comes out. It's CB for four months, and then 18 more months. Correct. Will, so it's a total of 22 months that this thing lives. Mm -hmm. And then what happens in those last two months is a 60-day grace period to sort of round it out to two years, yes, right? Yes, you get a grace period. Now, one thing to uh, consider, though, um, is current branch, uh, and let me just look up some of my notes here. Yeah. Uh, current branch um, for business, there's two versions of it. Okay, uh -huh. so right now, uh, as we're talking, uh, yeah. 1702 is current branch. So we're in testing phase, okay? Uh, 1702 came out in February, so February, March, April, May, June. So June would be when CBB comes out. So right now, as we talk, uh, CBB would be 1607, uh -huh. would be the latest CBB, okay. and then 1511 is getting towards that, you know, we're, okay. we're, on, the time, we're on the clock because right. come June, 1511 okay. is going to go into that 60-day grace period. Got it. So there will sort of be the newish CBB and the old one that's about to be retired will overlap for a little while. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, great. So when, when people say, I'm on CBB, uh, you would say, well, which version of CBB? Right, of because maybe they can relax or maybe they need to be stressed out. A little bit. You know, it, it can be <laughs> stressful, yes. It yes. sounds incredibly stressful, yeah. But that's, um, that's the nature of IT work, right? People are counting on you to make stuff right, and you just have to deal with the stress. Yeah. 
Now, one of the misnomers, I think, um, you know, if a system goes out of support, so you're, out, you're past that 60 day grace period and it's out of support, mm -hmm. well, what does that mean? Is the system just gonna power off and you'll never be able, be able to use it again? No, that just means you won't be, Microsoft's not gonna apply patches to it anymore. So okay. you, you <clears throat> could still run it, but now you're risk. Yeah, you're at risk you're if at there's risk. a, a wanna cry. Something yeah. like that, well, now yeah. you're kind of sunk, yeah. Yes, very much so. So, um, and, and Microsoft, speaking of WannaCry, they, um, they did uh, what I would consider an unprecedented thing, right? Because they, they saw that and they released a patch for XP. Right, and, yeah, and right. XP has been out of support that for a long time. That is incredibly unprecedented. Uh, so yeah. that is fairly unprecedented. Uh, don't count on that all the time, right? Uh, right, right, um, right. Yeah, and also for, for crying out loud, people get off of XP. What are you doing? Back to you. Exactly, uh, yeah, <laughs> what are you doing on XP? And, um, for me, uh, uh, I guess I don't care. Um, if you're on XP, uh, get it off the network, right? Um, it, it, yeah, if it's not talking enough. to the internet, it's probably okay, but uh, <laughs> still, right? Right, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I'm sure there's somebody disconnected running Windows Me and perfectly happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mistake edition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, how, so then you have, just to recap here, Insider's Branch has how, lots of updates when it becomes kind of production, then it's current branch, mm -hmm. but it's not full production for yeah. everybody. After four months, it becomes Current branch for business, they release that, and that will be out for 18 months. 18 months yes. And then another two months great per grace period before Correct. they actually stop that. So how often do you update? Once you've put this down, how often are you going to update your windows? Each month we have Patch Tuesday, right? So um, that's also kind of going out the window. <laughs> so Microsoft <laughs> is releasing what they call cumulative updates. Yeah and they get released more than once a month. Okay. So I guess if you're a really high speed shop that can accept so much change, you could be updating weekly you know, to get everybody up to the latest uh, CU, current, right, right. current uh, cumulative update. Yeah. And cumulative updates are exactly what you said, cumulative. So this month's cumulative update's this big, next month a little bit more, next month's a little bit more. That's kind of a problem for administrators because you know uh, within six months I got a big old cumulative update that I have to push out, and the machines download that and then uh, update it. Microsoft is now with um, Windows 1702 or Windows whatever the version was before 1607 with a service with a, uh, a with a service pack, mm -hmm. not a service pack, but yeah. an update. Mm -hmm you can install what are called express updates. So install the delta of that cumulative update. So you just go grab, you know, if it's this big this month, and then next month it grows just a little bit more, you're just gonna download just that little just bit Just that more. little delta, but the delta apply implies, uh, you, you assume that you're applying every cumulative update as it happens, because if you miss one, the delta is not gonna apply because You would apply you a, su a subset of the, um, so if you uh, have a cumulative update that's been through six months of growth, yeah. And you've missed three months of that, you would just grab the bits that you missed from those three months. Okay. So it's going to look at what the state of the machine is and know how to create the delta for that system? Exactly. So if that's the case, then when you're deploying, when you're deploying like through System Center Configuration Manager, how are you, um, I mean, you can't have a different cumulative update for every computer, right? No, so you would download, uh, you can download both the cumulative update in, in Config Manager 1702. 
you can download both the cumulative update and the express update and then distribute those. So the people for whom express fails, they've just got the full cumulative. Or it doesn't apply to, yes. Got it, uh, okay, that uh, makes so perfect sense. That would go through your typical normal software update process because mm -hmm. uh, during software updates, you're not only gonna be deploying your cumulative updates, you're gonna be deploying um, .NET updates but, but and Office to, updates. But if you have to deliver the cumulative and the express at the same time, you're, you're losing those efficiencies of having the express, right? The machine will def, def, uh, determine what it needs to download. Um, okay. So, but yeah, your, I see. your payload that you're distributing to all your endpoints is uh, uh, going to you know, have everything in it, and then the machine decides based on the WSUS scan what it needs. Okay, so now let's just clarify long-term servicing branch, and let's go into this whole new naming thing. So LTSB is like a catastrophe test, right? Like, is somebody gonna die, or is some banks, you know, are your bank accounts gonna be wiped out? Are the stakes that high if something goes a little wonky with yeah. your system? Then use LTSB. Exactly, you, you subscribe into that model uh, and deploy that, and it's supported for, uh, you know, I want to say three years or so, uh, yeah, a long yeah. time, a long okay, time okay. Uh, for LTSB. And with that, uh, it's less change, um, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe no change if you really want to. But yeah. uh, with those machines, you know, I, I'm assuming that you're also taking various other precautions because now we're not patching those machines. So that layer of security is kind of out the window. But, you know, this other layer up here of, you know, your, your firewalls and all that stuff, you know, hopefully you're, you're guarding it some other way for those machines. Right. Um, or maybe those machines just don't talk to the Internet, you know. Uh, uh, maybe Could it's be. a hospital and it's inside of a surgery room. I can't imagine why that you would need to. You wouldn't want that on the yeah. Internet. Yeah, no, you don't need to be checking the news there. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't suspect so. <laughs> Let's hope um. not. Okay, so LTSB does not get updated very often, right? In fact, it's so slow in updating that if you buy a new machine, you maybe can't install it on that new machine because the LTSB doesn't have the drivers for that new machine, and you yeah. can't really update it because yeah, it's correct. LTSB. Um, so that's a whole other issue, right? Uh, uh, a recent article, Microsoft uh, is going to um, only allow Windows 10 on certain machines, or Windows 7 will only go on certain machines. For okay. I think that's the other way around. Yeah, Windows 7 would only go on certain <coughs> machines. So if I if I bought your your uh, well, Surface wouldn't count, but if I bought this laptop here. Um, I might be able to put Windows 7 on it. If I buy the next version of this laptop here, I might not be able to put Windows 7 on it. I'm being forced to put Windows 10. Microsoft's really pushing us into this, yeah, yeah. Uh, into this um, I guess, commonality of, of operating systems and patch states. Well, it makes sense. I, they kind of have to, they, to some extent, have to do that to be able to provide the, the frequent updates and incorporate user feedback so easily, yeah. they kind of have to change that support model so not everything is supported all the time. Exactly, think about how we had Windows 7 uh, and, and administrators could patch willy-nilly, right? Mm -hmm. And then when a patch broke, they'd call Microsoft and Microsoft would work out the ticket and so on and oh, well it's because you didn't install this other patch and we were kind of thinking that would be there because right, when Microsoft right. tests patches, they test on a fully So patch. I just want to clarify for people listening what you're talking about here, which is that it used to be you could pick one little thing like, oh, this odd little update breaks our little application that goes and checks the you know mathematical formula for somebody's cornea being healthy or whatever. Very good. And so we're not going to apply this little update, but we're going to apply the others. You could do that before. You can't anymore. You're getting all the fixes at once yeah. or none of them. Yeah, so think of disk fragmentation. Uh, 
So in the past with Windows 7, you know, we could apply willy-nilly updates and think of a fragmented disk with all the empty spaces would be the missing updates. Yeah. The new way, it's all blocked. You know, everything's updated. Now Microsoft is doing a different thing with updates. Uh, the cumulative updates used to include security updates and um, let's just call it non-security updates. <laughs> and now Which, what they're doing is you have the ability to just deploy just the security update mm -hmm. and not, not deploy some of those non, okay. non yeah. And, and, and I think uh, administrators uh, like that. So let's move to the new names. So now they're no longer calling <laughs> them these current branch, current branch for business LTSB, right? They've, they've changed the naming? Yeah. Um, I shouldn't sound so disappointed in my, <laughs> in my response. I'm confused about the new name, it's, so it's, I'm going to grill you. And if you don't yeah, know them, it's okay. For, it's but, tough for yeah. systems administrators because uh, uh, I think I think we don't like change, mm -hmm. but yet, I mean, obviously our whole job is changed, so it's it's a little bit odd, you know. I mean, people were kicking and screaming about the cumulative update process, and I can't choose my own updates anymore. Well, right, I've always right, been able right. to do that. Well, okay, fine. So now with the same with the naming convention. Well, it's called current branch. Got it. It's called current branch for business. Got it. No, you don't. Yeah. They renamed it. Okay, so and what are the new names? Uh, the new names are uh, monthly channel would equal your current branch. So, so it's monthly channel and it equals your current branch, but that comes out every how often? <laughs> About twice a year. Okay. Yeah, That's don't ask, don't feel, ask me. Yeah, it um, feels counterintuitive. So the monthly channel will come out twice a year, yeah. and that's a roughly equivalent to your current branch. Yeah, and, and uh, so the twice it will a year live for four months, and then there'll be something that comes after it that supersedes it. And you see, see I'm looking at my. Cause I got to yeah. make sure I get this right now. Yeah. Semi and and who you know by the time this is over, maybe they'll change it again. <laughs> <laughs> so the the current branch for business is now equal to semi annual channel which actually sounds a little bit more like what it's supposed to. That sounds nice, semi-annual channel, but it does trouble me a little that the monthly channel comes out every six months, and then the semi-annual channel, of course, would be also every six months. Mm -hmm. um, six months plus four. I can see yeah. why you guys degraded into yelling hand puppets really quickly. <laughs> yeah, hand puppets, because uh, uh, it's, it's, you know, I don't okay. want to poo-poo Microsoft or anything, but it's, it's, it's funny, you know, because you, you finally yeah. learn it, and then they change it and the naming convention doesn't really think up here, but they did it. <coughs> they did it so that they could align uh, the same terminology they use with Office 365, mm -hmm. and they're gonna align that same terminology with Config Manager updates so that they're all, you know, we're all speaking the same terms. That makes perfect sense, and that's why they would call it a monthly channel, because it is a channel that is monthly maybe for some of the other things, and you know, we can get our heads around it. We can get our heads around anything. We'll yeah. be fine. It'll be fine. So monthly channel is now CB. Correct. Semi-annual oh, channel. Oh, no, the opposite way. CB is now monthly channel. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, CB is now monthly channel, and CBB is now the semi-annual channel. Very good, yes. Okay, that's great. So, and, and it's still the same formula. Monthly channel plus four months equals uh, semi-annual channel. Semi-annual channel plus 18 months equals you're almost, uh, you're getting to that 60-day grace period. And uh, the updates get released, uh, they say, uh, and, and I think that's what they're going to sh mm -hmm. be shooting for, uh, March and I want to say September. You've actually gotten me to the point where I understand now the branches yeah. and the new naming for the branches. 
And um, and how long the branches and last. how long and the branches? Remembering yeah. that you always have two supported production production supported branches yeah. that that, that uh, Microsoft does. So uh, uh, it's not like we have to hop to the very next semi-annual channel that right, comes out. Right. The one that you're on is still supported. So then my last question for you, servicing. What does the word servicing mean? So that's when we uh, update to the next channel. So uh, if you're running Windows 1607, servicing it to 1703 build. Okay. okay? So getting servicing in, is getting you to that next that supported next build. build. Okay. And whether it's the current supported build or current minus one version supported build, but right, you right, got to right. get there or else you're out of support, which means the computer is still going to run, but now you mm -hmm. have a risk. Okay. And this whole thing can be done through express updates. And depending on what is needed, the client will ask for the appropriate delta for yeah, it. The bits that it needs. Yep. Okay. And then the whole topic of distributing those with configuration manager, we're probably not going to get into right now because that is a whole different topic. <laughs> That's a much bigger topic. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank One you. more question. What kind of phone do you use? Uh, is this a trick question? Or? No, I ask. Okay. I, I just curious what phones people I'm, use. I'm so an I iPhone person. Them. I've always been. I've, uh -huh. I had an Android once, and I did not enjoy the experience. All right. Um, but you know, everybody has their own preference. But at home, I use iTunes for my music library. Mm -hmm. I have an Apple TV, so it kind of makes sense to kind have. Kind of it. all fits yeah. together. They yeah, all yeah. work together. Now, if you have Google Play and you have a Chrome stick, then maybe Android's for you. Yeah, you know? fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so do you have a blog people can go to if they want to read more of your musings about how to get this stuff done? Or you what? know, I, I do the emptygarden.info, but I very rarely post there. I'm, I'm okay. more of a, uh, a Twitter person, uh -huh. so at uh, the empty garden is my Twitter handle. And I've been currently uh, posting on uh, deployment research. Uh, uh, anybody in the config manager space knows uh, Johan and Amy. Uh, that run that blog, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, pretty soon I'll be deploying to another. Uh, I'll be de deploying a blog to another company. Well, so. we will look forward to seeing that. Yes. Thank you so much, Matthew. And if you want to get more of the podcast here, the EQ podcast, you can visit adaptiva.com/sccm-academy. Thanks so much. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Very nice chatting with you.